Welcome to Sound Values, powered in part by LSA Burger and Classic of Denton. The views and opinions expressed by the show hosts and their guests are those of the show host and guests, and not necessarily those of the sponsors, DentonRadio.com, or the Denton Convention and Visitors Bureau. For more information, visit the Policies and Procedures page at DentonRadio.com. We are broadcasting in the beautiful Discover Denton Welcome Center on the ever-graying, look like it could possibly rain, Denton Square. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here with some first-timers on the show tonight. I have with me two members of the band Antigua. We have Mr. Cameron Trevino and Mr. Honestly, Trent, I don't think I know your last name. Uh, it's Reeves. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but Trenton come- Denton, if yeah. you want to check him out, you can hit at Trenton Denton. Find that right there. All the all the good vibes right there, fellas. Thank you. Thanks oh, for, thank for, for, for for coming yeah, in, man. I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, we've all known each other through the music scene for a while. You know, um, I knew uh, Trent was a drummer, ran sound for me over at Andy's at my album release last a year. Handful of times. It was too. A, yeah, a handful of times. It was yeah, great, it was a great, great time. Too. Loved it, man. Su- super fun times. And then uh, you know, you and I, we've 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 jocked it up for a while. <laughs> Last like five years, I'd say. Yeah, ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. LSA was it was yeah, good times. It was good day. times. Speaking of LSA, I want to give a shout out to them as the sponsor for the show tonight. Thanks for the plug. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth transition. We did not plan that out. But um, you know, we've always kind of known each other through the scene. You mm-hmm. know, um, we've hung out a few times, like you know, but it's always like either at work or something like that or always always moving and grooming so it kind of gives me an opportunity to get to know you guys a little bit more um you know besides behind like three feet of wood yeah. you know yeah, <laughs> or, or a soundboard much rather be yeah. this way yeah <laughs> yeah um so so cameron we'll go ahead and just kind of and i'm gonna be honest dude it's so weird to call you cameron because i've always called you trevino it, that's, honestly, that's actually I was, right. Yeah. When I, mean, I was typing your yeah. name in today, I had to go back and make sure <laughs> that it was really Cameron because yeah. saying it did not feel like it should have been your name. That'd be cool. And I go with Trevino too. Trevino. Yeah. Trevino's all right with me. So <laughs> like you call me Trevino without those whole interviews. Okay, so, sweet. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's probably what we'll do. Yeah, Trevino. Yeah, if you it know? feels more natural to you, I'm it all just, right with it. It just did. Like, even when yeah. I was typing Cameron, I was like, this doesn't it's more feel... work official. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trevino, <laughs> you know? Um, but man, you know, I, I kind of want to just kind of start off with you. And one of the first questions that I like to ask people, and I'll throw it to you as well, Trent, is um, when it comes to music, what's one of your first musical memories where you kind of remember the way that music had an impact on you? Oh my gosh! Or maybe um, impacted people around you. Were you like, okay, music does something, you know? I I think like from the earliest earliest memories was just probably watching you know videos on MTV, VH1, and just seeing that like the capabilities of people being able to make those kind of noises and mm-hmm. to to do those kinds of things. It just always looked really interesting and entertaining yeah. to me. And then once I started to go to shows live, that's when it became more real to me. That mm-hmm. like, oh, I can actually do this if I, yeah. if I put my mind to it. Um, and honestly, like I had a really good friend of mine when I was uh, 12. Uh, I lied to him that I was like, yeah, I play music. I play guitar. <laughs> and he, yep. he was like, okay. So he comes over and, you know, he just like, you know, uh, Beats me a guitar, <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like playing me some Forty One covers. I'm just like in Whoa. awe, like you can do that. Like I didn't know that, like that that was possible, you know. And so then I, I spent a long time like going off and on with guitar because I was skateboarding at the time, and then like I was not good at skateboarding, and then I went to music instead, mm-hmm. and I would sit in my room for like hours and just. Yeah, you man. Know, so I, I love it that you mentioned VH1. Yeah. Like I, I you know, and in in MTV, um, there was a, a joke a while, or my uh, producer that I follow had posted a, a 
a, tw- a tweet long time ago, and it said, I'm going to have my own show on MTV that will feature actual music. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then I was still like, well, at least we've still got VH1. Mm-hmm. VH1 was still holding on. I don't know if it they was. have like, you know. I just felt I don't old know, saying like, VH1. Honestly. Yeah, yeah too, I was going to say, I was like, all right, man. Like, But yeah. then we had VH1 Classic mm. as well. We had two VH1s. Yeah. And we, dad rocks. Now MTV is VH, or should be VH1. It should it, be, they yeah. have their own new thing. <laughs> <laughs> MTV has a whole new thing now? I, I have no they idea. They should. Thank goodness. I think they're constantly <laughs> trying to rebrand them. <laughs> what are we? Are we music? Are we teen moms? Are we New Jersey? What are yeah. we? You know, I can I'm only just imagine. I'm a millennial. I don't have cable. <laughs> I can so. ima- I, exactly. It's, I can only imagine those board meetings. Now, Trent, what was it like for, for you? What was kind of your experience with music the first time you realized that it had an impact on either yourself or people around you? Uh, like with myself, I guess, same as Cameron, like, you know, MTV. I remember like staying up like all night just for like a rerun of a video Mm -hmm. on like MTV2 and like, you know, getting insomnia for waiting eight hours to see a movie or like a a music video. And then like uh, now we have stuff like YouTube, which is crazy Mm -hmm. where you can just like look up. Yeah, anything you it's don't just, have to wait. I mean, yeah. I, you know, there there was a time. Yeah, I remember in like the seventh grade, me and my buddies rushed home. Yeah. to catch the debut of the real Slim Shady. Yeah, on I remember t- on TRL. I remember that yeah. on TRL. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I can remember you know those music videos. I, I worked in Colorado for a little while, and VH1 came up there, and they were doing like a spring break special at the resort I looked at. Yeah, and um, they had me. In one of their little like one of those little spices where they're like, hey, yeah, we got we have local and I was I was beat I made beats oh, when I lived there. We got we got awesome. local beat maker here. I was not kind <laughs> beats. I went by Moose. It was Moose. a nickname. That's like really and good coverage. What's back then. Uh, yeah, yeah. But what was, and what was so amazing was that the company that I worked for didn't allow us to have mustaches. <laughs> Or um, no, goatees. Okay. They didn't oh. allow goatees. All they allowed were mustaches. Yeah. So <laughs> through a through a protest, Broke I grew a, a half. I grew half of a mustache, <laughs> and so I was on VH1 Spring Break at Beaver Creek in a oh, video wow. with half of a mustache. I'm gonna try to find. <laughs> we'll find that somewhere. And uh, yeah, because yeah. I I slung, and afterwards I asked the guy, I was like, they still do music videos? He was like, yeah. I was even surprised when I got the job. Wow. Yeah. Like this guy who was doing it. Yeah. So you know, and now like you said, we've got YouTube, yeah. and I'm starting to. See, you guys can comment on this too. An emergence in music videos via like um, visual albums mm-hmm. is what artists are starting to call them. And I've seen like like um, Childish Gambino's done it, and then Beyonce has done it now too. Those were the two. But and then I started thinking like, there's rock, there's there's people in the rock genre, you know, the indie scene that I feel like have done that too. One of the first that came to my mind was kind of Coheed and Cambria. Where I thought about how they took their music and applied it to like a visual aspect. Now with the comic books, and yeah, stuff. with the comic yeah. books and all that. Now, can y'all think of like another how they've rep like p- different bands or musicians have taken their music and put it out in like that? Well, like Queens of Stone Age did that like the thing last time, and that was like the biggest rock album of nice. But I mean, like there's yeah with mainstream music and stuff that's on VH1. Are you talking about like like visuals just for a certain song? Like they do say? like entire like albums where it's like a, okay, a I visual guess I didn't experience. know about this. Like yeah. I've seen like lyric videos i've mm-hmm. seen visuals for certain videos but i didn't know a visual album yeah it's yeah. it's like, like an in every yeah, yeah every song no has a video and they <laughs> yeah. all blend together Prince of stone age did that and I, uh no like weird al he did that too <laughs> of course they weird had, al. They had, he has like, to do it yeah. yeah they had like all the famous comedians of the time they, they all made like you know videos for every song and stuff but that's what's i up. would love to do something like that like yeah you know, like on the, the lo-fi and stuff but mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of bands are doing that like on youtube and stuff. i think it's a great idea i think it's really cool you know and i think it results in like 
bands who want to do that, it's good songwriting because in yeah. a way, if you're going to do something, it kind of has to tell a story. Well, yeah. nowadays, you have to have the full representation. It's not only the music, it's the visual, it's mm-hmm. everything, it's the full package. So. Yeah, absolutely. But like it's, with YouTube, like all this cool music's coming out and it's like, because these people are like doing it all DIY, yeah. like building it straight up. So you don't mm-hmm. even need MTV or VH1. Like, Yeah. It, it's amazing what you can put in your yeah. Like in, in a five by five space now. Yeah, to turn, yeah oh, you know? totally. It's just uh, firsthand. It's wild yeah, to me. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, with your, you were kind of saying you started going to shows, and that's where you're like, I think I could do that. You know, so what was what was one of your what was your first show that oh, you gosh. ever went to? So, there's uh, there's there's two answers to that question. The okay. first the first show that I ever went to uh, was Incubus in 2004. I won tickets off the radio. And uh, yeah. that was the coolest thing ever. Was this at the Gypsy Tea Room or like? So this was in Houston. I used to, oh, I'm from, I'm from okay. Houston. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gypsy, I've heard a lot of stories about Gypsy Tea Room though. Yeah. Um, and then I think like one of the first local shows I went to was um, in Sugarland, a little place called uh, Courage, and like I thought it was the coolest little place ever because it was like this like skate shop, music shop, and we would have like these meetings every like Wednesday or Tuesday. And it was just a bunch of, like, you know, 13, 14-year-old kids yeah. just hanging out. That's and, awesome. And, like, this guy got us all together. And, like, you know, being, you know, coming from, like, very uh, introverted uh, t- as a teenager, like, it was really cool just to mm-hmm. be there to do that. So I remember going to those shows and just, like, watching just random, random bands all the time. Yeah. And then it kind of grew more and more as I got older into going to the, into Houston and going to a lot of punk shows. Uh, I used to go see a lot of like really good punk. scene there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the bands that I used to love watching was called the Jamine. Like okay. I followed them. I followed that band like pretty religiously as a teenager and uh, just rocking out all the time. The Jamine. Yeah, nice, the Jamine. That's really yeah, cool. If anyone from Houston is seeing this, <laughs> they'll know who I'm talking about. That grew up around that area. But that's that's cool. That's cool. Very man. controversial name for sure. Yeah. But so, yeah. how did you feel when you won those tickets? To, how did you win them? First off, was it a call in? Did you have <laughs> so to? It's, it's a really funny story, actually. So, I uh, I was actually about to go skate with my friends, and I was I will, I will never forget this moment. I was tying my shoes, listening to the radio, and they were saying, "Hey, we're at the Saturn dealership right now, giving out free tickets to Incubus." And I'm like, that's like right down the street, you know, the street from us. So like, I rushed to my dad, and I'm like, hey, like this is happening right now. Like, we go like right now. He's just like, all right, we're not doing anything, you know. <laughs> so we get there, and there's no one there. It's just like uh, uh, this couple, and it was just them, and they got their tickets, and they're like, yeah. all right, we're gonna do another, you know, drawing, and like one more hour. You're like and wearing so, an Incubus shirt, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm like clearly just sitting there like this, you know. <laughs> And my dad, you know, he's being sworn by uh, like car salesman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> While that's happening, <laughs> and he's just like, my dad's like, can you just go ask them if like they're gonna do it again? I was like, I was like, all right, I'll go do it. And so I was like, hey, are you all gonna do another drawing soon? And they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, it's Cameron. And like, so they go through it. And they're like. Here you go, kid. <laughs> so they, give me, they give me two tickets to Incubus for free, just like that. Like, so oh, that's it's like awesome. I won, like but should. not really. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. 
that's the story yeah. of like my first show. Yeah, yeah like, I didn't really win the tickets. Yeah, that's awesome. I did. yeah. That's epic. Oh, that's epic. Look, I'll I'll be the first to say I was a huge Incubus fan. I yeah. still like the band. Yeah, I can still hear Morning View came on. Morning View. Was I, great. I, I I Drive came on the radio the other day when I was just like you know scanning through channels and I was mm-hmm. just it's still good. It's and yeah. even if you might up. not like Brandon Boyd's voice because you know like it's it can be a bit higher pitched for some people like mm-hmm. to deny how great the rest of those musicians are around him oh, from yeah. Mike's, Mike Einzinger and then their first bassist Dirk Lance mm-hmm. you know and, yeah, and then the bassist Joe everyone like, talking about like the potential of like I can't wait to hear what Incubus sounds like 10 years from now like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Out. yeah 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 and, and then, then yeah and it changed a <laughs> yeah. lot you know I mean times change yeah too. exactly yeah, you know and music's gonna they change they came out of that like new metal they were like the, the one like new metal that was like yeah if because if you listen to Fungus Among Us it's yeah. completely oh, different yeah. than A Crow Left of the Murder you know and they're 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 like 15 years apart yeah, super young. you know so I, if i'm still making the same i'm you know i'm not making the same right. music i was making 15 totally. years ago that's that's for sure yeah you know so <laughs> and um i was such a fan that i have brandon boyd's ta- a tattoo <laughs> no way, the red no one on my back that's right amazing. Here. Awesome. yep that was the first one i ever got <laughs> oh wow ever got i lived in austin i used to go to the same sub shop every day called thunderclown subs okay and this girl worked there and i had always talked to her she had tattoos and i would talk to her about them and she was an apprentice and she told me hey if you ever want a tattoo i can can only charge you 20 bucks because I'm an apprentice and then you just tip me. Nice. You know, I was like, okay, cool. That's right. That's so I went it. down there and she did the stencil and I gave her uh, 80 bucks. So I gave her 60 for the tattoo. I didn't really yeah, know if that I was enough. I was, I was 19. <laughs> oh funny. dude, it's, it's, it doesn't look so good anymore. Oh. Cause you know, it's what, 12 years old at this yeah. point. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I got that tattoo and I thought I was so cool with it, man. You yeah, know, it was all cool. like raised up and everything. I was so proud. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, that's great, man. I'm, that's it's cool that Incubus was your first show. Uh, yeah. What about you, man? What was one of your first? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so like if you went to like Bon Jovi when you were like, you know, in, no, the, in the womb, well, that doesn't count. I, saw, like, <laughs> I think I saw like Aerosmith and uh, Green Day was my first big show. Okay, nice. Uh, like Very t- cool. 2001. I'm a little bit older than Cameron. Okay. So I was like eighth grade, 2001 and mm-hmm. Get Up Kids opened. So it was like the best oh yeah dude show. get up kids was nice, great too like bronco bowl like canyon club it was like the coolest <laughs> dude <laughs> bronco bowl yeah. that's old school right there uh, yeah man. but like i didn't really i'm from singer like just the town of north yeah Singer, so i didn't re- i mean like i was born here like bought groceries here if you had to go to mcdonald's back in the day you had to like get it from here yeah but uh, i didn't really realize that there was a music scene until i was about a sophomore and you know like my friends started driving mm-hmm. and started getting out on my own and then like just going to you know, basement shows at Jane Jays. Yeah. Like, uh, there used to just be like these insane shows and there was this high school scene at the time. Mm -hmm. It was like incredible. Yeah. And so I just kind of like piggybacked on that and then, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of rode that out. I graduated in 06. Yeah. And like it, like Battle of the Bands and yeah. all those things. I mean, yeah. we even had a yeah. big scene in Southlake. Yeah. That, you know, like, that, was, Southlake. Yeah. that was, I that was, that was possible. Yeah. It was, it was out there. 2005 was the last one at DHS, and that was my band won it. it nice. My senior year, and it was like after, like, I found out, like, freshman year that there was a Battle of Bands. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to, like, do this. But yeah. that was the last one. And, like, ever since then, like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see too many. I mean, now, now you're seeing it with, like, didn't workshop and stuff like kids mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, up, yeah, but. and we went down to in the basement one night. My buddy came up. He said, "Hey, man, there's a lo-fi show." So we thought maybe it was like lo-fi beats. We we're like, "Okay, cool." Well, then there's obviously there's this whole other subgenre of lo-fi. Oh, mm-hmm. of oh, lo-fi yeah. rock. That yeah, I, I was love lo-fi completely rock. unaware oh, yeah. of. I, I really town. was. Yeah. yeah, and there is a huge, great noise scene in this yeah. town because I've done the sound for those shows, and I'm like, okay, like, they bring their may, own. PAs. Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah. they bring five. PAs. Maybe I should start making noise music, and people will come to my shows. <laughs> yeah. but no, you're so right. Is that they bring their own? I one time I ran it for a guy and he brought 
um, five or four cassette <laughs> players. Oh yeah, and he had them all running into his own mixer, and he would just play stuff off of those cassettes and blend them together. Yeah. It wasn't filth that one, yeah, the one yeah. guy who like that dude. There's a brings a van yeah. of yeah. sound. Yeah, uh, it, it was awesome. in, It was intense. Yeah, for for that, it is literally like see how long you can go right. in that room. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, first time I saw filth was at like the that kind of house music festival we had two years ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Band together Denton. Right, and he played. He played after me. Yeah. And uh, which couldn't have been two <laughs> completely different, reason, man. Yeah. two completely different acts, but not anymore. But. It was crazy how much that that was available, and yeah. I love that you say Bronco Bowl, man, because that Dude. was my first concert. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it got tore down like the next year or mm-hmm. something. But I saw the used oh, boxcar cool. racer nice. and H two O was what nice. they would call H two O was local. Awesome. Yeah, they were like kind of a local, but it was boxcar's only tour they ever went on, and then the used. And I went to that show, man, and I had so much fun with my buddy, Tony Finlayson. I'll never forget it. (laughs) And uh, I met a girl there, like you're supposed to when you go to a concert. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's like ninth grade or or whatever. And I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, hey, what's up? Never saw her again. (laughs) And she had a pop punk disaster girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's pretty good. It was just like, that's what it was. Ninth ninth grade. Yeah, Yeah. just being ridiculous. Parents pick you up later on. How was it? Oh, it was great. (laughs) But I remember at one point, a mosh pit happened and uh, my buddy Tony grabbed onto my arm and I watched him just like (laughs) like get sucked into the crowd and just disappear and I was like and when I yeah that's what it was like when I finally (laughs) saw him he was up in the stands the next time he was like hey I was like dude how'd you get up there backstage like yeah but you know that was one of my first my first show that wasn't like a battle of the bands to go watch kids I knew or go see like some local kids who played it like like we used to our J&J's was a country club and our dad uh, not our not our dad but a friend's dad ran this part of a basement it wasn't a basement not at all but it was a part of a country club and they had like a like a a little um, banquet room and oh, he nice. would let us come and he would let kids I know, yeah go up there and set up and have shows yeah. there and i mean the music was was awful but there were some yeah. bands that were good you know yeah. some of them were good most of it was not you know yeah. but it was everybody <laughs> figuring it so out like yeah like i saw that and i like we set up a show at the community center in zanger and like you know Dude. like for our album release and like invited a bunch of bands that were like in their 20s and stuff and we're like you know in high schoolers and stuff and just like made it happen that's awesome man but yeah that's that that's so cool I, I i love hearing those stories about how people have like how your first show the music that you came yeah, to and it's all always that. very special you know significant mm-hmm. in some way so when did you start Cameron? when did you start playing music you know you're like i think i can do that up there when did you and you first lied to your friend at 12 i did so when were I you did. i was i was trying to when act did you, full, yeah when did you, you know? start um start i mean maybe you had already played the guitar but when did you kind of start developing you know an idea or some musical yeah um, stuff? so i was uh 14 when i started playing guitar and then it wasn't until i was 16 until i felt confident about okay. playing in front of people because like during those like, first two years of playing guitar, it was just, like, constant. Like, every day after school. Mm-hmm. Like, before I go to bed, like, it would always be in my hand, like, no matter what. And then <clears throat> when I was 17, I was in the band for a little bit. And then they kicked me out for some reason. I don't remember why. And I was like, well, I'm going to go start my own band. And I was, like, 17 years old uh, with my best friend. And we started a band called Behind Buildings uh, in high school. Great. Like, it wasn't high school. three names? 
like last in battle or like, <laughs> like dude there was a time when every band you had to have three words in your yeah. name so oh, the fact that oh, you were just yeah. two it was always like an epic verb I always used yeah. to like make fun of the back of the like it always has to be an epic verb last man standing yeah exactly <laughs> so like we could have been like so it was behind mom, buildings behind buildings that's cool I like that kind of weird to say yeah uh, and like now like you know 12 years later but uh, yeah, this is all for Ashley. It's all for Ashley. <laughs> it has to be alliteration See? and yeah. epic at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, what, what are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll listen. But yeah. yeah, like those, like that band was like particularly the first like real band I was in mm-hmm. that I started myself, and then like that fell apart like after like three years because then everyone kind of dispersed, moved to college. Yeah. All, like twenty that. at the time, mm-hmm. and then. That's why we moved up to Denton. Nice. In that case. Very, so. very cool. And tri- have you, uh, you play drums, correct? Yes. And have you always been a drummer? Uh, I mean, I like, I started off on bass when I was about 12, I okay. guess, or that's what I was going to play when all mm-hmm. my friends were like, oh, let's all, you know, be a band. And like, I was the only one that got an instrument. uh, it was a a small town so i was like the only one like really in my class that played and Mm -hmm. stuff and then i started playing guitar i got really into that and then i played for like my church like from eighth grade to like senior year and then playing in bands around here but i i used to just like front bands okay playing guitar yeah and then like i stopped playing music for a while and then like getting back into music for like the past like seven years it's kind of been mainly drums just because there's only i guess like it seems like 10 drummers. I know there's way more in this town, but mm-hmm. just everyone just, I don't know. Yeah, there's only so many you can trust. It's like, I play guitar and stuff yeah. too. You yeah. played guitar I, with uh, She Banshee for a while. Oh, yeah. you did? Well, nice. I started uh, on drums and then okay. moved to guitar eventually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's primarily been drums for me for about like seven years. Nice, man. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very, very cool. So drummers have always amazed me because y'all can do four things at once. Uh, five, because you think about the next thing that you, it's like. <laughs> I try not to. But uh, one <laughs> thing not really my style. <laughs> I worked. I worked at Kroger for a long time, and yeah. I like not a long time, just a little bit. When I was a sixteen, like and I, I would always there. drum. There was literally a yeah. lady who worked at the deli, and she would come by. She'd be like, she called me little drummer boy because I would just play with like the no, pins. Air drum. So what yeah. I always tried to do was do two different rhythms, like one with the hi hat, and then one my foot a different one. Mm-hmm. I could never ever get it right yeah. and it, that's one of the hard like to me there's there's people who sing while they play guitar which i find very impressive and then just drumming in general the ability yeah. to keep multiple tempos i just picked it up real quick i mean like it took me about six months well it, i mean like i had been just like <laughs> yeah, whatever. i had been str- okay i had struggled to like play guitar and bass and for years mm-hmm. already and it, i had kind of gotten decent at it okay but i mean uh, I just had drummers like leave their drum set at my house, and it was literally just putting on like headset and then and, and playing along up. to it. And it's like when you hit the thing, it makes the noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory, but the muscle memory it gets down uh, after a while. That, that's that was one thing. Like I was talking to my dad recently, and he was like, "So like you know, music that I make and stuff." He was like, "You know, like what what is it?" And I was like, "Well, the thing is, is like when you're making music on a computer, there are thousands of different sounds, thousands yeah. of different options. What's yeah. great about like, because he would ask, like, why don't you use all these different noises and stuff? I was like, well, sometimes you have to slim it down to the basics of what we've had yeah. in society <laughs> right. for the last, you know, thousand, two thousand years of music, drums, yeah. keys, you know, something with thing. strings. Yeah. yeah. And and then you add stuff behind mm-hmm. it or else you just, you, you get you, lost. You, yeah. You get yeah. completely. I'm just now getting lost. into like digital music and like mm-hmm. creating and 
I'm DJ a stranger to I'm it. I'm totally lost. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot to, of things to. Place. I need to pick your brain after this. Actually. <laughs> yeah, I feel like an old man, like just <laughs> yeah. trying to learn just trying to Windows catch 95 all over again. I just got a garage bag, garage band rig for the first time. Nice. Yeah. That out. I remember having to write my dad a handwritten list of how to burn a CD. It started with <laughs> click start, <laughs> like. Bring mouse to bottom left corner of computer screen. Oh, click yeah. start. Not kidding. It had to be that. Wow. Like it couldn't just say click start because then he'd be like, uh-uh. there's no <laughs> oh, start. Gosh. But he'd be looking on the computer like, where's the I start? I worked button? IT so, for a, a very, very small oh, yeah. amount of time and trying to work with people online was mm-hmm. hilarious because <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, go to your uh, internet browser. They're like, or Internet Explorer. They're like, what is that? It's it's the lowercase blue e on your. <laughs> like, oh, that thing. Yeah, I wondered what that was. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, there's the internet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all you computer. had to do. Uh, so when you started playing music, Cameron, when did you have your your? We've talked about the first show you went to see Incubus. Yeah. Um, when did you play like your first? And we won't say you know sure. like bigger show, but that first time you were in front of people playing the first time. The first show I ever played in my life. Um, was when I was 17 years old, and it's kind of wild because when I think about it now, I'm like, I would never do this today <laughs> because this was at my school library at 7 a.m. in the morning. We played, <laughs> I think it was like right. 7 or 8 a.m. in the morning, but I remember waking up at like 5 a.m., loading up the stuff, getting to my school. Wow. And like, it was kind of a really cool setup what they got going on because they used to like host like bands in the library like every other week. That's awesome. That's and really cool. That kind of like motivate. That, I forgot to mention that that's kind of what motivated me to uh, to do that because I saw my friend's band do that. That's and I was so like, dope. I was like, I want to yeah. play the library so bad because, you know, it's like you have all this noise happening and people are going to go see you. So you have like an automatically a crowd of like 100 people watching. Yeah. So. I was like, I want to do that. stage to like strive for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's in this. a library. It's a library. Normally where you have so to be you quiet. Have like this, you know, <laughs> letting the kids, letting the kids just let loose. Yeah. yeah. Like, so <laughs> right um, next to the Tolstoy. Just I'm afraid you're just too darling. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. never forget it. Like I remember like turning around, looking at my drummer and he was just like, I'm super nervous. Like, I was like, just play like the rehearsals, man. Yeah. Let's just do it. You know? Can we turn the lights down, Miss A? <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me, librarian, can we turn the lights down? Yeah. So I think it was, that was like our first show, but then like, I think one of our first real shows, like, was at like some venue in Houston called the Engine Room. Okay. And like, I remember being very excited about that one, just to play a real, real venue, mm-hmm. not in someone's house or kitchen yeah. like we did before in the past. Definitely. And then um, when I moved to Denton, I think like my first real show, I think, was with Space State, and we, I think like when I felt really good about, it, we played a dance of relief. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, Very cool. Very played a lot cool. of house shows. That's back a great in the place day. to play too. Dance. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. sound is awesome over there, yeah. man. It is fantastic. And so, what about you, man? What was one of like either kind of your first or what you uh, would consider more of a, well, of a that, show? That Green Day show uh, in two thousand one. Uh, like there was someone walking around with a clipboard that was like, "Hey, we got this battle of the bands," and blah blah blah. And it's like I didn't even have a band. I had my friend with me. <laughs> we both kind of played guitar. We we're like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's six months from now. Let's sign up for this." Whatever, it was one of those pay-to-play things. Oh, yeah. Those guys. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, my mom, like, drove us out back out to Dallas and stuff, and it was this whole big deal, you know, because we're from Sanger and stuff. Yeah. So, we, like, got this band together, and, like, our bass player, like, moved here from, like, Orange County, and, like, I hadn't, I mean, been hanging out with this kid for, like, months because he was into punk rock and stuff. Mm -hmm. Hadn't heard him play at all. His bass comes shipped to him. 
and he like pulls it out and he's like Les Claypool like going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so like Damn, it was like man, me man. and his cousin yeah. who lived in Dallas, and then we had a drummer who like left the day before. He was like great metal drummer, but we had no songs. But everyone was like you know good at what they did. Yeah, so they just kind of were faking it. So we had to replace <laughs> the drummer like the day before. It was in Deep uh, Deep Elm Live. Okay. Uh, that's like, pretty decent. Yeah, yeah man. Pretty, that's pretty yeah, sweet. But there was like 40 bands and like we played like at six o'clock and we had to sell tickets and we didn't, oh, you know, we sold like 10. Been there. Yeah. It was yeah. brutal. There at some point. Made oh, up man. the entire set the night before. My first show in Dallas I was kind of one of those pay to play things, but yeah. I didn't have to pay. I just sold tickets. Yeah. yeah and luckily it was the first time I played in Dallas. And so like I had friends who were like, yeah, dude, 10 bucks. I'll come see you. Right. You know, so yeah. really, and it was at um, oh, um, Poor David's. Uh, oh, Poor yes. David's Pub. It was down there. So, and I, I because I sold so many tickets because I sold like twenty five of them. I yeah. got a forty five minute set. Nice. Um, nice. And then I made money from the show. That's awesome. But the guy who booked it was so rude <laughs> that I was like, I will never do this again. Yes. What? Oh, dude, he was like, when I showed the the venue, the whole thing said like, get there at six, get there at like five thirty because uh-huh. you don't know when your time slot's gonna be. Oh uh, yeah. So I told so him I was like, he was like, I got there and well, he was like, you don't know any of the like you know show yeah. etiquette. And no, stuff. nothing. Yeah, so and so like, I, I got got there and he was like what are you doing here and i was like i'm here to play he was like you don't go on till 9 30 so and i was like okay well i'm gonna hang out right. <laughs> i'm just I'm gonna hang, hang out drink here so long story short man i played that show like two years later i end up getting a residency at the hotel right next to it playing music nice. i show up one night and one of my cables one of my xlrs isn't working so i run next door to poor david's and sure enough the sound guy who i said thank you to multiple times said thank you to him when he helped me oh, set up said thank you to him on the guy. mic and said thank you to him when i left was there oh wow and i said hey buddy and he was like hey i remember you <laughs> and i was like yeah man i was like i'm in a real tough spot can Dude. i borrow an xlr from you i can bring it back after he goes i ah, just hold on to it man He's well, like, wow. you, you can take it. Shoot. And I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, if you don't want it, just leave it at the leave it at the front desk up there. I'll come get it after we're closed. And I was like, all right, cool. That's so, yeah, just dope. left it at the front desk. And this guy was just as nice as could be about it, man. So and that's why it pays to be nice to sound. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. My, my buddies guy. used to make fun of me and say, you should either be DJ tip your bartender or DJ thank the sound guy. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> DJ like, tips the sound guy. I did, before every show, I go. I always go, thanks, shout outs to the sound guy. Make sure you tip the bartenders. Let's mm, have fun. That's true. And then, and then go on our way yeah so how did you guys meet and then start a band um, which by the way we haven't mentioned this but oh yeah we're Antigua. in Antigua yes Antigua. yes yeah. that, that's the whole reason <laughs> yeah part of the reason why we're here yes oh, yeah, we're halfway through now yeah. we can get to yeah. the, the, <laughs> brass get the brass tacks <laughs> <laughs> my personal favorite saying when I'm trying to get to the point um, yeah so I met Trent um I want to say about seven years ago um uh, I was, uh, I think I met you at your at your house with Bess. Yeah, we were having a house party. There was a house party, yeah. and uh, I remember like Bess was showing me around the place for some reason. We were just all just snooping around, and uh, we're hanging out. And then like we just kind of like on and off would just see each other. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't really start becoming more more and more friends throughout the years until he started working at Pascal's. Okay, uh, he was the door guy over there for a while. Nice. Around the same time I started working there, so like we would always just like you know, talk throughout the shift and just mm-hmm. talk about music and whatnot. But I felt like he was always really busy with like his own bands at the time. And so like, it never was like an idea for us to play music together. Cause yeah. like, I think around that time, yeah, that's like right when I got out of a uh, space state and I got more into the whole cocktail bartending thing. Mm-hmm. And so I really honestly wasn't really doing music at all for about almost a little over a year. Okay. 
and then I um, I bought a guitar, a baritone guitar specifically, and I wanted to start making music solely on a baritone guitar mm-hmm. uh, for like a heavier tone, but like with like alternative tunings. So it, a baritone, to explain mm-hmm. that, I'm not sure what you mean by it, that. Basically, it's a longer scale guitar. Oh, okay. Uh, like you can play all types of music on it. Like it's not just for metal, it's for okay. all types of music. A lot of uh, like, you know, country rock bands. Like, tw- yeah. think of the Twin Peaks theme. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a baritone guitar. Oh, well, I love that. That's what yeah, you mean. The Twin Peaks theme. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what that kind of is. Yeah. And then, um, I want a show. And then I think, I think Trent hit me up or vice versa. Like, we were sharing a rehearsal space okay. uh, at Rubber Gloves. And I was living in an apartment at the time. And I really wanted to make more noise and stuff. I wanted mm-hmm. to play drums, but I couldn't. And I feel like I wasn't really being able to write any type of music yeah. at all. And so we got that spot. And then we started, like, we would, like, kind of cross paths and, like, play music either here and there. But most of the time, I would be in Rubber Gloves rehearsal studios just, like, by myself for, mm-hmm. like, three hours just looping music. Yeah. And just, creating ideas on a baritone guitar mm-hmm. and then after some time i i pulled out of the of the uh of the lease or whatever it was <laughs> yeah whatever that, that, I, was, yeah. that I was doing yeah well, cause that's lease. like around the time when they shut down mm-hmm. so i was just like well i'm out you know and then i moved into a house and that's when i was able to start making music again okay and then we played our first show together um, but we were actually two different bands. Yeah, we, okay. we were kind of like so. It's kind of funny how we kind of like out. challenging each other because I was doing like yeah. loop stuff with okay. guitar at the same time, and we were like, let's you know, let's just put together a show. He had his stuff more together, and I was just like, well, I guess I could do something. He had like yeah. this giant like <laughs> like three like pedal three pedal things going on. Like it was <laughs> this huge a, setup. A very formidable I mean, it, it looked really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was just like, man, like if you're gonna like kill it tonight yeah. you know like whatever you got going on but so like that's like initially how it started with that first show we played mm-hmm. together and then I played another show by myself again and I was like man this is really boring like I, I don't <laughs> I don't like playing by myself like mm-hmm. I don't it was awesome like you had the drum machine going and yeah. I was just like there's definitely some stuff here yeah let's combine forces I was kind of thinking yeah. at the time but then yeah the- but the thing was like I liked I, I, I vibe off the energy of others and I get more excited because I it's like I believe in myself but I'm mm-hmm. also like I'm not that you know yeah I, I don't know, consider yeah. myself like a solo artist kind mm-hmm. of thing like oh yeah. I don't play with anyone sorry yeah I'm so reserved you mm-hmm. know so uh, I basically just asked Trent I was like yo dude like you already know me and yeah. you already know the music <laughs> yeah. it's like why don't we just you know start something you know very and cool we had like a, a couple of like one off shows like here and there and I think we like played a show the first time we jammed just really <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's what happened we like he he proposed like the show that was happening at j&j's i like and, booked something at j&j's and they were like it was an out-of-town band they're like yeah we don't have anyone else on the bill and so like that was oh, our cool. first show yeah nice. like let us add on to the bill and then like over the course of the day this other person got added and then they added three more bands yeah. and no one told each other <laughs> it and, was like, weird and the guy from out of town was just like no it's cool it's cool <laughs> so like we ended up like pushing someone off of the bill they got made up the day before oh so. my god uh, sorry whoever it was, was a mess our bad yeah but there was this, there was we this... got called the bullshit duo yeah. i remember someone was like oh crap 
bullcrap duo. Oh, well, it happens. I didn't even notice it, honestly. Anyway. It was in the context. It was in the context <laughs> of, of an art. It's all thing, good. So. has done it. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. Um, I, I didn't, it went, it went, you know how many times I have played songs that I'm not supposed to play on, on here accidentally? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they slip one in. You're good, Trent. You'll <laughs> never be back again. You're done in this town everywhere. I thought I was going to crack. <laughs> it's okay. Check. It's done. Yeah, no. Like I said, dude. It, yeah. But, um, y- you know, when did – so how did y'all come up with, like – one thing that's always, you know, the struggle is what's our name going to be? What are we going to go by? Oh, man. That so, was that was, um, that was a bit of a, a, a tiff and still is a tiff right now that we're going through because I spent, like, months just, like, trying to figure out, like, what's, you know – gonna work for it you know mm-hmm. uh because i didn't like at first it was just my name yeah like cameron trevino solo artist and okay so I, was yeah. like, I was like yeah, I, I just don't like it shows. i really wanted yeah. you to be a uh, grand trevino and trevino. you uh you dressed up like um you know uh what's his name in the movie from the movie grand torino <laughs> <laughs> halloween dude i'll take, yeah. I'll take that as, i'll take that as my grand solo act, you know? uh but antigua came from uh a video I was watching about spaghetti western um, okay. music, and the guitar he was playing was the same color as my baritone, which is an Antigua color. Oh, cool! But on the guitar that he was playing said Antigua on it. I just love the way it looked. It's a cool name. It's yeah, it yeah. Ro- it rolls nicely. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, I was like, well, like well, you know, I started a band based off a certain guitar. I might as well just yeah. name it Antigua, you know. I like and, antiques. I like guacamole antiques. Gua. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then the problem arises more and more throughout some time because there's so many. I mean, you know, it's a country, it's a color, you know, it's yeah. a noun, you know. It's a so form of jazz, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a jazz band from the eighties. Mm-hmm. And so we're actually in the midst of, of changing it, and we're still that's still something that's kind of like going underway. Right like on. Antigua will, will still be in the name, but yeah, for sure, we have to add something yeah. to it because Antigua, kind of an issue. not the jazz band or the country or the or the color. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parentheses. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys have any? Uh, do you guys have any up and coming shows? Like anything that's going to be going on that people can come out and check the yeah. sounds out? Uh, we have two shows coming up. Uh, we have one this Friday nice. um, at Harvest House. It's oh, yeah. Very, very first time playing at Harvest House. Love very, playing that very venue. Very excited man. about it. Uh, we're playing with uh, Mother Tongues. Nice. Uh, the last great American rock band. Nice. And Bad Something. I think it's a band on tour. Uh, I am not on Facebook, so I've not that's seen That's true. <laughs> I just know that I'm playing uh, twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry if y'all seen this, but yeah, like, so we're playing with them. And then on. The twenty ninth. Okay. It's on a Monday. We'll be at Dan Servley for playing with uh, Claire Morales. Sweet this girl is yeah. super awesome. Awesome. Love yeah. her music. Great stuff. Great performer. And like, I you know working with I've worked with her in the past here and there. So great. currently great. currently working with her right now actually for dance stuff. That's sweet. Um, and another band called the Time Records. Mm-hmm. So. We have a Friday show and we have a Monday show coming nice. up. Nice. So. so when you guys when you guys write music, having been friends for so long, Trent, is it more of kind of like you just you come into a room and you jam and you when when you hit that thing, you're like that that that's the note right there, and then kind of build off of that, or like how does it kind of work for you guys? Uh, when you... Kind of. I mean, like Cameron's kind of steering the ship, mm-hmm. uh, like with his ideas and stuff, and like you know, like the the tones and stuff, and he, he kind of has an idea and like brings it to me, and then like. Mm-hmm. Usually uses like a beat machine, and then we're like, "All right, let's put it through my bad drumming and see what it's gonna sound." Like. <laughs> and then we we also have a, th- a third member, Jonas, who isn't here right now. Yeah, uh, on bass. Yeah, yeah Jonas. Um, Jonas is uh, famously 
notoriously always late to something. But when he's <laughs> there, he's there. Yeah. He's great. So I know Joe's going to see this later. So yeah. he's, he's a busy boy. Like, he's, he's, no, he's a very busy guy. Yeah. He's doing a Maestro Maya stuff right yeah. now. So, oh, so he's in a band called Maestro Maya. I love Maestro Maya, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love, I yeah. love Maestro Maya, man. Great. Uh, great stuff, man. And then, like, I used to, I ran sound for a lot, like, Great American Rock Band. Uh-huh. When I was at Backyard on Bell, just needing some extra scratch in between jobs, bless that place, hooking me up with some, <laughs> with, uh, with door gigs and yeah. sound gigs. And that's yeah. where I learned a lot of how to run sound. And yeah. it's where I met so many new musicians, and I learned I have a love of math rock. Yeah, I had no great. idea I liked oh, math rock, and there was this band called Rorschach. Oh, and wow. those guys slayed it. They were yeah. like Fall of Troy. Nice. You know, yeah. I understood how. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. You know, so I loved when those guys were uh, would come through. They've been coming through for a while. Too. Yeah. I, every yeah. time I see that they're here, um, I don't make it out to as many of those shows now. But, man, I, it's, they're one of those bands who I'm like, I would love to see these kids keep ascending oh, and yeah. keep doing stuff. So Yeah, like uh, Charlie from Upsetting used to play with yeah. them and stuff. Those guys, nice. are, those guys yeah. are awesome, man. And now where can – do you guys have anything online for people to check? Out, any social media where oh, can yeah. they find the resources yeah so the i mean first and foremost like it's uh you know we're on you know social media but it's more about the music so it's uh antigua.bandcamp.com okay um we have we released a uh like kind of like a mini singles ep uh last year with michael mm-hmm. briggs uh he recorded us last year around may almost a year ago mm-hmm. and um just to have it out there, just to send it to people like, hey, this is the band. Nice. So, like, we want to have some type of substance and not yeah. you know, be an empty band. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, don't want to... social you don't, media, but no music. You don't want to ask for a guarantee with no music. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Pop that one. I like that. Um, now, if you had to kind of... I'm sorry to always have to, I have to sure. ask this question, but if you had to describe your sound, you know, if you had to kind of pick, like, what would you say the sound is? Um, you know? We get, uh, I mean, uh, obviously people are going to compare no matter what. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that, that's fine. Uh, a lot of like, I'd say like post-punk, shoegaze, um, new wave okay. kind of sound. Dark wave. Dark wave. Yeah. Um, like I would say melancholy, kind of just moody kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, man. Atmospheric I try to do. It makes sense. The name Antig- Antigua mm-hmm. and the... Yeah, that's that's. I don't know what you would say, but yeah, yeah. same thing. Like his interpretation of it. Yeah, I mean, like we all. I mean, we connect on like Mm -hmm. like a lot of the same bands and stuff. uh, Shoegaze is one of my favorite terms to describe music because it's so Mm. correct. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it really is. You know, on what it is. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like yeah, you know, you can just kind of zone out and stare at your shoes. Yeah, kind of what it is. Really, it's it's very moody. At first, I thought it was because guys were always going down to pedals. You know, (laughs) like I mean, that's that's kind of shoegaze. That's yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. Dude, so this Friday at Harvest House, mm-hmm. and then you said the 29th at Dan's? 29th, Monday at Dan's. 29th, uh, Monday at Dan's. What time do you all start at Harvest House on Friday? I believe 9 o'clock. Nice. Uh, I, think we're, I think for both shows, we're like the first band. And in all honesty, like, we like to be like the first band mm-hmm. uh, for some for some shows here and Especially there. Especially at Harvest House, it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, at 9 o'clock at Harvest yeah. House, there's the plenty setting. of people there. Yeah, the sun's yeah. coming down. It's yeah. gorgeous out, you know. Yeah. Then you get to sit back, kick it, and relax and enjoy your drinks. And then exactly. everybody gets to come up and tell you how great you are. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, guys, 45 minutes just flies oh, by. Like it really that. does, I know. Yeah. It's, it, it's amazing. Uh, is there anything like we forgot to, to talk about? Is there any more social media? Are you, do you guys have a Facebook or an Instagram So we have, we have a Facebook. Okay. Um, this is where the problem kind of come, uh, arises. I was talking about earlier with the whole mm, band name. Yep. Uh, so on Facebook, it's Antigua Band. Okay. 
uh, and that's going to change very soon. But for now, it's Antigua Band, and then it's the same thing on on uh, Instagram, Antigua nice. Band. Yeah, there's another Kind Beats out there too, but we're cool. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey. Somebody tagged me again. And I'm like, hey, somebody tagged me again. He's yeah. like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. a drummer in like Minnesota oh, or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. But he's a really good guy. He hosts like charitable things nice. for kids to come and learn drums for mm-hmm. free and like these huge things. Yeah, you always got to be friends with that doppelganger. Yeah, that doppelganger. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's called what, Mother Tongue. Fellas, Mother tongue. <laughs> thank you all so much yeah, for coming dude. out tonight, man. It Thanks was for having us. Super yeah. fun. And Appreciate like I, I was like, oh my gosh, I just looked up. I was like, that interview just flew yeah. by, man. Yeah, really fast. So if you guys are interested, you want to check out Antigua. Once again, it's Antigua Band to find them on Facebook. They're going to be playing this Friday starting at 9 o'clock at Harvest House and on the 29th, that's a Monday at Dan's. You can also find them on Bandcamp under Antigua Band Mm -hmm. as well. Actually, no, uh, just Antigua. Antigua. Mm -hmm. Antigua on Bandcamp as well. So make sure you guys go and surf the shoegazy waves. It's going to be a good time. Guys, once again, Cool. Thank you so much Thanks for coming you. on. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Y'all make sure you tune in next week right here on DentonRadio.com on Tuesday night. I've actually got uh, I've got some pretty fun stuff in store. We're actually going to have a little bit of a live performance going on. So it's going to be a good time. I'm going to keep it a little under wraps for y'all. So make sure you tune in next week. And, of course, tune in every Sunday for the Sunday brunch from 1 to 2 right here on DentonRadio.com. I will see you guys next week. Peace. Well, thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. We want to thank our partners and sponsors who made this show possible.